What's up? Recent podcast number 115. My lovely Stacy joining me, of course. With you, my lovely Lex. And you're like, hey, dude, there's just two of you. I said, it's the threesome podcast. Well, you're the third, numb nuts. Yes, you, you know, are. You, it's you. You, the downloader, are the third. It's just, just us three talking here. Talking to you. Yeah. And, and you're yelling at your, your phone or your device or computer, whatever you're listening to us on. Especially if you're a Trump fan on the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy probably enraged you. <laughs> while I there was on the, one. While I, on the other hand, was a, an accepting patriot that is going to support our new president. Yeah, Mr. Mushroom Cloud. <laughs> I look forward to seeing my first Mushroom Cloud. I love Trump. Hey, you know, at some point, um, that worked out pretty good, that mushroom cloud thing, the first time around. <laughs> you know, right now what I'm focusing on, because I, I, I don't want to be angry every day, <clears throat> is I, I focus on his Twitter account. I have it set up so that, like, I get notifications on my phone when he tweets so I don't have to watch Twitter 24-7. And, you know, every morning when I wake up, I am greeted by usually no less than three or four tweets. Because <clears throat> he likes to tweet overnight, I guess. And <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. Like, I've heard some people say that once he is, you know, inaugurated, he's sworn in. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, they're going to take it away from him. It's a national security thing. Yeah. But I can't see him giving that up. Do you think he's going to continue to tweet in some way after he's really president? Yeah, and it'll be even better as the POTUS. You know what? Since you pointed out he doesn't want to live in the White House, I could see him actually not using that. Just his, his, his ego and his narcissism won't let him give up the thing that has his name on it the the twitter name instead of you know potus he won't give it up he'll he'll give it to you know some social media company or something to articulate i see i i i don't know i mean he he might ultimately have to and they probably could find some legal reason for him having to yeah. but he he relies on it too much you know, he he wants to set us all straight because the media is lying about everything he does. But, uh, you know, he, I don't know. It's kind I, of fascinating. See, I am trying to, like, look at it from that standpoint, not because uh, it's Trump so much, but, like, what is going to happen? Object, objectively speaking, and, and I know you, you're very devilish. Isn't this a little fun that he's telling people that, you can't do this. So we've told people for 240 years you can't do this. Uh, that no, I'm doing this. <laughs> Isn't it a little fun? I mean, to me, it to me it is. I would love to be able to look at it as a a like robbing from the rich, giving to the poor. You know, a sheriff of Nottingham, Robin Hood thing. I, I, but it's him. If someone seemed to be doing this for a noble cause. I would probably get behind it or enjoy it, like what you're saying. But with him, there is nothing noble about it. I, I think he's accidentally gonna fuck some bad people over, and and do something good for people that need it just by accident, just because of his recklessness. I, I think I think there's going to be some really confusing shit that happens that's gonna amuse me. I hope, I hope that he can do good. I do. I do. I don't but, want him I mean, to fail. I mean, think but about I know it. he's going to fail. How's I mean, that? I mean, think about it. But if he surprises it. me, then so be it. I mean, think about it. What if of what if all of his unconventional stuff ends up <clears throat> in the end because it's so chaotic and and out of the box? Even though it may not be good while he's there. What about the person afterwards that gets kind of the loosened up Washington, you know, to to navigate in? I mean, because whoever comes after him, whether we get him for four years or God forbid eight years, um, 
they just just like you know we just had eight years of a, of a democrat in the office the black guy yeah. now you know we've had to turn around because people can only handle something for so long yeah so you know because we had eight years of bush before obama so yeah. it goes back and forth because people get sick of things people will be so sick of trump and his Trumpisms that I guarantee you our next president is going to be stayed. We're going to talk about the most boring human being that has ever walked the face of the earth. They have to put a mirror under his nose every day to make sure he's alive. That will be our next president after Trump. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I, I really, uh, I really hope he shakes up some shit that. And, and you know it won't be with good intentions, but somehow, some way, it ends up like being awesome. <laughs> no, I, I I know what you're saying, yeah, and you I know, hope so. Just, I hope so, that he accidentally does good. Just something I, that you know no other president would do because it's so out of the box. But he he actually just accidentally does something amazing that ends up working and. That would have never happened with anybody else, and then right. and then the rest of the damage is minimalized, you know, to, to, to our to our expectations. It, it, it uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Do you know? For me though, that's already kind of happened. The fact that he won after the pussy grabbing thing, the the bar has been set so low at this point. He. He really could. He, they could show video of him now kicking puppies and ripping the heads off kittens. And people, the, the dumbass fucking supporters of his will be like, yeah, they had it coming. You know, I, it just, whatever. He, yeah. he set the bar low. So whatever he does, I, I do. I hope that he does good. I, I, I do. I just, I, I want good. I just hope there's this one thing that happens where we can all look at each other and go, no other person that would have happened, <laughs> right. you know, but in the end, it's a good thing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what right. it's going to, but, but I will, I will give him his full due if that happens. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, of, I'm trying to think of the guy. It, it was, it was like 25, 30 years ago. It was a, it was kind of a third worldish type country and everybody was scared shitless this guy won i'm trying to think who it is you know they they really thought he was going to upset the region it was in africa somewhere Amin. it wasn't Amin. Like it wasn't Edie Amin. no it was but somebody like him okay and somehow some way you know he did like this total takeover oh i think it was like diamonds or something like that or it, it was it was some you know economically rich piece of land that was pretty much run by bad guys and he like took the army and took it over and gave people a bunch of jobs and everything and it ended up being a a a really good situation and it was actually somebody who came in behind him um that took it back to evil you know which yeah. uh which you know it was part of, it was it was a movie that uh what's his face made dicaprio um the blood diamonds it, it, was, it was in that it was in that type of vein but but the guy okay. the guy before all that happened supposedly they were they were thinking the worst and somehow some way like uh, the economy. I'm trying to think who this person is. It's driving me crazy. But but I I remember my dad in the hospital. You know, before he died, we were actually talking about it, and I remember him going, you know, that he is. This is going to be really fucked up. This guy's just gonna. And it turned out it wasn't. He was all right. He he was like some general of you know Namibia or Namibia or, <laughs> or and and they had this one resource. I don't even know if it's diamonds. I, I'm, I'm I just remember the situation and and I forgot about the guy and everything. And Mike Wallace did a piece on it on sixty minutes, like five years after he got elected. 
and you know set the whole thing up he goes he goes is the country a disaster no as it turns out they are flourishing <laughs> economically and socially like they never have before you know he is viewed as a hero and loved by his people and he was like a total asshole in the beginning right you know and it, it's you just never know some sometimes when I mean, Donald well, the reverse Trump, of Donald- that would be like um, us getting rid of Saddam Hussein and watching the Middle East just completely fall apart because his evil was holding everything together. Well, and he it was, was actually better for us in some ways that the man was alive he, and doing his thing. That's exactly right. He was the X factor. Yes. He, they, they were. They were like, yeah, let's go in there and do this. Yeah, but what if what's his face does this, you know, and he's completely <laughs> capable of it, you know, that happened. Right. The Middle East fell apart the day we killed that guy. We shouldn't have even been there to begin with. No. You know, the, ironically, he was taken down by by things that he actually didn't have. Sure, he had the rape rooms and, and you yeah. know, did terrible, horrible things, but he didn't have the weapons of mass destruction, and that's what we got him for. And we were kicking ass in Afghanistan after 9-11. I mean, just pushing our way into Pakistan to get all those mother... Nobody wins yeah. in Afghanistan. Yeah. It, it doesn't. Ask the Russians. It doesn't happen. Oh, no, no, no. We, remember? We, we, completely, know, but- we completely went in there and kicked major because because that's that's what's so telling about war you know and we stay in them and go for the tie so defense contractors can keep making money and you know the everybody's patting each other on the back and doing favors but in this case we needed to from a pr standpoint ass needed to be kicked so it was we went in there and just started moving 25 miles a day into <laughs> Afghanistan and and completely took care of all the Taliban operatives and we're on our way into Pakistan to get that son of a bitch and when they when when the light bulb went off that wait a minute the money to be made is they there was the light bulb didn't go off during that the light bulb went off you know 20 years ago this was all in the making yeah but but the but something made the light bulb go off like a abruptly you know or 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 flick the switch for that plan and and the weapons of mass destruction thing was the idea you know, whether it was Rove or Cheney or whoever the fuck it was. You know what it was? It was, at least in, in Iraq, it was the Stargate ha! that they have there. The Stargate. Remember that? That was one of those. Did we talk about that? I remember if I saw this after our conspiracy oh, You're talking episodes, about a real Stargate? There is allegedly a real Stargate that was, in Af- that was in Iraq. I don't know if it's still there, if they've brought it back over here. But allegedly, according to, again, people, this is, we're talking conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, the green zone within, like, Baghdad, you know, there's that, that green zone. Yeah. That apparently is, like, that was the center. So the green zone was around that to keep everybody out and everything so they could um, slowly, meticulously dismantle it and bring it like back here somewhere. Okay, I, I mean, I, I never understood the Stargate movies anyway, but oh, I loved oh, that first one with Kurt yeah. Russell. That was good. Yeah, I mean, James Spader when he had hair. <laughs> James Spader's a badass. <laughs> he he'll always be Blaine, but he, yeah. he was such a a weasel. I, I did not. I was like one of the girls at that time period. That was I. I just didn't find him hot, and he always kind of played the dick, and it kind of hung with me. And honestly, I didn't really want to give him a chance as Red in in Blacklist. But damn it, he's really good. There's no other guy could play the part. Yeah, I, I love that he'll he'll and it's, it seems to be going a little longer now where he will be decent and human and likable for like now three or four episodes before he has like his big monster act yeah. where he does something like really terrible. Yeah, he's he's you know he's a sick fuck and he's always gonna be. But do you, do you remember the movie Bad Influence where it was him and uh, and Rob Lowe? And, I mean, you've talked about it, but I, yeah, I never saw yeah. it. And and 
the funny part was was he was the bad influence guy. I thought Rob Lowe would be like the dickhead. Yeah, let's do this and let's let's fuck bitches and steal Rob money. Rob Lowe's too hot. And plus, after seeing him for the last twenty years doing like the Wayne's World movies and like actually having funny roles, I I couldn't really see Rob Lowe now being evil. The direct TV commercials. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Or he's dressed up looking like Ted Nugent. Yeah. He's like the paranoid militia guy. Yeah. <laughs> don't be, don't be this Rob Lowe. Yeah. Oh, but, but he, um, you know, it's funny because it's like I would have cast that movie completely backwards. You know, Rob Lowe would have been the 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 bad influence, and <laughs> and James Spader would have been the the the, the patsy. I would say that that would be Hollywood people who knew the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> had seen James Spader, you know, in his prime, some coke fueled party, Halloween, uh, you know, but Hollywood party. Do, do you have iTunes? Uh, no, no. Right. Google Play. Um, do you, do, does Google Play have uh, the roast, the Comedy Central roasts? I don't know. I haven't looked. You got to see the Rob Lowe roast. That's what you said. Yeah, with Ann Coulter on it. <laughs> yes. Oh God, some of, some of the they bitch. fucked her over so bad. Good, oh, and you God. knew it was going to happen. And she but she's like, a, she's such a fucking narcissist that she, she of course would let it happen. And, and her her smile, her uncomfortable smile, looks like a rabbit eating grass. It's kind of <laughs> good. Yeah, good. But they're talking about her dried up pussy and all kinds of. I mean, it was just it was. <laughs> It was so bad. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. Bravo, folks. Yeah. And uh, it, it was it was kind of fun. It was, it was really more her than Rob, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> it's probably Rob's like, whew. Because yeah. I don't care who you are. I, I have to imagine when you get that call, hey, Comedy Central would like to roast you. Uh-huh. That, you know, you feel your stomach just drop out. <laughs> you know, well, when you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, Rob, Rob's been married 25 years, has a wife and two uh, grown children and everything, and they were sitting in the audience, and they <laughs> and they brought up the the shit about him fucking the 16 year olds and. And all that right. stuff, and the it was videotaping uh, a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. I think was what that big one was. Yeah, and and they're making jokes about this through the whole thing with his wife and his kids sitting out there, and <laughs> and his sons are like rolling. They're like laughing, like this is awesome. <laughs> and I'm, I'm well, like, you know what? And I'm Surely like, this he is had so that weird. talk with them. Oh yeah, but, but I'm, I'm just like, this is so weird. <laughs> you know, this is so uncomfortable. I love this. Imagine, okay, say you got the call. Comedy Central wants to roast you, and mm-hmm. you know that Sam's going to be sitting there in the audience. Oh, God. What would you say to her prior? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, Sam and I have such a completely honest relationship. I've told her everything. So, you know. It, it, well, then it, just assume Rob's had that relationship, yeah, hopefully, I, with I, his I think kids, he, too. I think, he, I think he had to. In, in, you know, right. You know, being being as big of a star as he is, me, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to tell her that I was, you know, you know, doing every drug possible and a complete fucking moron, and I hated myself for it. Snorting and, hate coke with Eric Estrada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't snort coke with Eric Estrada. I just bought it from the guy that lived next to him. I know. And I just still. looked over and saw him looking through the telescope. I was like, wow, this is this is fucking surreal. And he like told me everything. I said, I said, hey Eric Estrada, man, big fan. How you doing? He's he's like he's like, hey, what's up? And I said, um, what? Why are you looking through a telescope into a side of a mountain? He goes, I'm watching my bitch ex-wife up there with her new fucking dick. Spending all my fucking money while I live in a fucking apartment. I'm not laughing at Eric Estrada's, yeah. you know, no, problem my, my there. My imitation of him is what you're laughing. <laughs> it's, it's, 
He goes, what was that commercial back several years ago? It was it was the Robert Goulet commercial on the Super Bowl. It was a Super Bowl commercial where he's like dancing and stuff, and it was like, "Don't be like Robert Goulet, eat planners or whatever yeah. it was." That's what I'm picturing for some reason. It's like, "Don't be Eric Estrada." So <laughs> angry and bitter. So he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. You got a girl? I went no. He goes, "Don't get one." <laughs> I mean, well, you're a little angry right now, you know. It's, <laughs> you gotta ruin my high. I said I really, just, you know. I said I really like girls, and he goes, <laughs> and, and he, I really he goes, like girls. yeah. Alexis to angry Eric Estrada. Yeah. I, I said, but I'm not, you know, I'm not with anybody right now. I'm not married. It's, you know. I said, I, I like girls. Yeah. And and my and my friend my friend you know the guy it's he, he's still one he's like one of my best friends my old cocaine dealer. It's um, good you're both still alive. He, um, you know, well he he never did the shit. He he's he's. That's so weird. Yeah, he everything everything to this day has a means to an end business wise with him. So he yeah. was like, uh, 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 crap, what was his name in, in Pulp Fiction? The the dealer. Yeah, like uh, uh, Eric Stoltz. Yes, I, yeah. I want to say Aiden Quinn. It's not yeah. Aiden Quinn. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't touch the shit. You know, I did it around him many times. He could give a fuck. He didn't care. Wow. You know? And uh, and it's funny because you know he uh, he he'd done some pretty heavy fucking shit you know and his yeah he grew up in Fort Lauderdale and and was just uh, a fucking crazy dude man and but but he's he's uh, he's like my uh, sensei you know he 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 is the guy when when shit doesn't make sense to me that's the guy I call. Gotcha. So he is like yeah. Eric Stoltz. He 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 is, you know. But except the, you know, he he now is. He's very entrepreneurial. Always has been. Um, <laughs> Obviously, but, but he he's he's legit now, you know. So uh, you know, just, just a really smart fucking guy, you know. I mean, Good. really really smart guy. And um, I go into the apartment, and you know, and. and Eric Estrada's just fixated on the side of this mountain. And he goes, um, he goes, don't talk to Eric right now. <laughs> don't look at Eric Estrada. Don't uh, talk to him. And I said, uh, really? <laughs> I said, what, do you think we're going to become friends now or something? <laughs> No, but he won't I, leave. I said, I said, dude, I'm still trying to process the fact that that's Eric Estrada. I said, I just, I said, I grew up watching fucking Chips, you know. I mean, dun, now, dun, 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 dun. you know, and and he was so heroic and always helping people and all this, and and now he's like uh, just fucking upset. I said, look at this guy. I said, he's still fucking great looking. He can get any bitch he wants as punch. You know, how many fucking chicks wanted to bang punch when Chips was on? All of them. Yeah. You know, he was like the the guy, you know, the, the Latin stud, you know, and it's like he still could pull pussy. Why is he staring staring into the side of this mountain watching some guy bang his chick in the garage? And, and my, buddy's, my buddy looks at me and he goes, so you think it's about the chick, huh? It's not. It's about his possessions. It's about somebody getting over on him. He's Hispanic. He's uh, very emotional and very, it's, you know, the machismo. <laughs> he says, he goes, it's not the pussy legs. It's the, it's the belongings. It's the, it's the, the guy assuming his life. It's, you know, nice. He was I, like the cuck. And I, and I said, so his you. His wife and her bull over there in the yeah. house. And he has to watch from a distance and he feels inadequate and, and sad and embarrassed and mad all at the same time. And I, he probably was jerking off when you went out there on the balcony. And I said, so, um, I said, obviously you've had extensive talks with him about this. He goes, <laughs> he goes, no, I've never met him. <laughs> He only lives next door. Yeah. He goes, I've never, I, I just went, dude, you fucking rule. 
And every time he spoke, there was the the distant sound of a gong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the sensei thing. (laughs) I mean, this guy, this guy has um, talked me through like like out of the box about things that have really been helpful. And he says I do the same for him, but but I don't. He doesn't need me. He's he's and when it comes to life and street smarts and, and getting it, he needs nobody. <laughs> he really Right. Does. Yeah, he's just that guy that he he assesses and and acts with rapid speed. It's yeah. it's so Charlie Logan, isn't it? Yeah, so Charlie Logan used to be your. Well, Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie's a different guy than than my buddy is, um, okay. because it, Charlie's just an extremely sharp, grounded guy. Right. Yes, he is. You know, Char- Charlie has always done the right thing. Yeah. Always, always, always. He is. He does the right thing by his friends. He does the right thing by his wife, his kids. It, you know, anybody close to him. He, you know, he does right by them. And if he works for somebody, he does right by them. He he's an extremely honest individual, uh, to to a fault almost. Right. And and, and he is. Uh, he's just he's just a different kind of guy. But but my friend is incredible. You know, as far as as far so as so is Charlie. He's not in any way implying that Charlie's not. No, no. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, as far as as far as thinking out of the box, right? Um, he he just astounds me with some of the shit he comes up with. You know, and 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 as solutions for me or his friends or what have you. He he um he has this chick uh, he's been married to for. You know, I, I guess they've been together going on 25 years. And, and I guarantee you, she probably doesn't think of as highly of him as you do. She absolutely does. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, no, they, they are, <laughs> they are, they are completely in love. You know, you go, you go out and visit and go to dinner and it, it's all it, an act it, put on for company. It, it's not, I'm telling you, I, I, I see right through that shit. Yeah, they, they 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 do they run their business together they're completely um they're completely vested in each other you know believe in each other trust each other and uh mm. it, it, it's it's refreshing well good yeah it really is i i i, I i'm in awe of it and, and jealous of it and and you know just just being honest, I am. It's like he got he got it right, uh, along with a couple of my other friends. And uh, that's hard. That's hard to digest at times because you know you immediately blame yourself for not making the great decisions that have been made by others. Your path is your own, Lex. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and and it's like there's a lot of decisions I've made I'm very thrilled with and and proud of, but you know, they, they these are people that have on the appearance uh made every decision correctly, you know. Right. You know, the the Howard Stern thing, every decision's been brilliant. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good for him. Um, Seriously. And I fully admit watching private parts and like wanting to would like just walking out of the theater being all like, yeah, <laughs> I'm proud to be a DJ man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, people say to us all the time, it's like, oh, you're, you know, you hate Howard. You're jealous of Howard. It's like, we've never said that. We, we are in complete awe of how he's handled his career and the decisions he's made and, you know, just just everything. I got I got nothing but total respect and admiration for Howard Stern. First time I ever heard of him, because you know I certainly did, didn't know. Um, he was on David Letterman, and I remember thinking, you know, well, who is this guy? I don't even have a clue, you know. But then after that, he was on a few more times, and and then it was like, oh, okay, now I get it, you know. And then became more aware of him because that was early nineties. 
into the mid nineties and stuff. And private parts was a good movie too. I mean, you know, honestly, I don't mean Oscar quality or anything, but from a, a comedy standpoint and <clears throat> for life experiences for our career, it was like spot on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's so funny. It's like, you know, you know, you guys have done some stuff that Howard's done. And, you know, it always goes back to lesbians. It's like, look, Howard didn't invent lesbians, okay? You know, he just he just brought them to the world's attention. <laughs> right. Hey, China's calling. And made calling. them hot Stop and it. sexy. Yeah. And... And you know, it's like he's just—he's just made some great decisions, and and I respect the hell out of him for it. You know, love, would love to meet him one day, really would. You know, but um, it's just—you know—who I don't want to meet. Uh, everybody but him. <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. Was, was the correct answer. Yeah, Alex. yeah, but he's I not. Meet the Pope. He's not in radio. You threw me off there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you threw me off there a little bit. Sorry. I, you, I was like, I was waiting for you to whip out a Bubba the Love Sponge or something. You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, who it who it turns out we're like cordial with now. You know? It's, That's it's so fun. weird to I know. me, man. Well, I mean. I when, remember I was there. <laughs> I remember because leaving, getting off the air. I mean, you know, I left like a lot earlier than you guys did after the show and everything. So driving home, Bubba is still on the air. Yeah. And um, oh, whoever it was that used to be on on Planet in in Jacksonville yeah. had left and was on the phone with Bubba and was talking about Sherry, Terry's wife. Right. And I'm just driving, like, I, if you could have seen me, I, I, I was just, like, staring straight ahead in my car with, like, my mouth open, just going, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, no. This is, like, nightmare material, you know. It was well, just awful. Well, he made an inference one time about, like, watching my kid at the playground, you know, <gasps> or something, you know. Or one of the guys on his show did, or something like that, and that's the only thing that really set me off. The rest of it was just like, you know, white noise to me. You know, and, I'm going to go out there and say, Ned, I loved Ned. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if Ned's still on. I haven't heard the show in decades. Yeah, I, but I think Ned hates his guts. You know, it's like <laughs> I, I got I got like some text from him. At least it said he was him and. You know, he, he was like, you know, I'll come to work for you guys, you know, if you'll pay me this and all this stuff. And it's like, I was like, no, we don't want you. <laughs> you're you're branded on another radio show. It's like, I, we, we don't need that. <laughs> we, the Jewfish thing. Said, Have you ever heard the Jewfish thing? I said, remember, we've never lost to you. <laughs> <laughs> so why would we hire you? Yes, I said. I said you actually believe, you know, because they'd go on in a market, and you know they'd be on like two weeks, and it's like we've already gotten a number, we've already gotten a number one, we're number one show, we're number, one. you know, and people would come and go, hey man, the Bubba's already beating you guys, and it's like, it's like yes, he came in in two weeks and he's stolen the hearts of millions, <laughs> literally yeah. ripped the hearts out yeah. while they were sleeping. Yes. And collected and, them in a bag. And all the ad agencies and everybody in the market believes it. You know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he, 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 We made him crazy never mentioning his name. Ne I mean, it's like we never brought it up. We never talked about it. We, right. You know, it, it's like, you know, people come and go, yeah, you know what Bubba's doing? We're like. No, because we don't even know who that is. Thanks for the call. <laughs> well, yeah. first of all, plus two, it's like, um, hello, morning show we're both on at the same time yeah. and guess what we're not actually during commercial breaks scanning through the dial listening to other morning shows yeah. to see what they're doing in the meantime you know <laughs> after the the reference about the playground thing you know of course uh mama M mama sandy was uh you know listening to him every single day you know to make sure understandable yeah understandable and all that stuff so i had to come home and hear about it you know and and i finally went I don't give a fuck what he says. I'm sorry. I don't. It's all it's all shit. Anything he says about us, it's all shit meant to get into our heads and it's not. 
Stop listening. Stop but still, doing... there there is a limit. <clears throat> yeah. In in with anything, you know, I I just think families and kids. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse yeah, me and, so and, much. And, um, and we stay out of that. And we had that talk, and he he was like, yeah. He goes, he goes, that was past the line. I'm sorry, you know. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's cool, but he um. You know he he's actually he's actually not a bad guy. He's just. He did videotape Hulk Hogan having sex. With he's his just wife. made some bad decisions. Yes, <laughs> he's the opposite of your friend. Yeah, yeah. He he. Let's just say he does things the exact opposite of the way Terry and I would do it. But at the same at the same time, when we were all getting fucked over back in two thousand nine and two thousand ten, you know, and and anybody that was considered talent was getting fired so they could play fifteen songs an hour. We all felt as kindred spirits on how to figure out how to make money ourselves without right. needing radio anymore and you know so everybody kind of yeah i thought we talked to guys we competed against for years where we never met and we were all like what the fuck's going on man this is crazy <laughs> you know and 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 from that point on everybody's been kind of cordial with each other and realize you know we're uh we're just all a bunch of radio shows people either like us or they don't and it, you know these on-air references and shit which we really were not much for anyway you know um yeah i i was always advised if you were the top dog in the market you are not to discuss anybody else right i mean that's how i always was kind of taught yeah just ignore it don't mention and and you're making people tune in someplace else and then what if they don't tune back so we didn't you know, um, one guy got a one, one guy got a one day. He goes, uh, he goes. There's a certain DJ that's come on in your town. You know, because the phone screener said not to mention his name. You know, it's like Harry <laughs> Potter. And he goes, he goes. He wants to fight you. What are you going to do about it? And I said, well, I'm assuming he's a smart man. And Terry goes, well, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, okay. Smart ass. I said, uh, smarty pants. I said, he knows where to find me. And he knows I walk out of here between 10 and 11 on most days. So if he wants to do that, I am more than willing to, if he shows up, do that. Just give me a little advance warning so I can wear snuggy underwear yeah. that day. Not, it wasn't even that. It was just like he knows <laughs> he knows where I'm at. You know, I said it's I said it's some thing he's doing to make himself feel like a badass, and he's calling me out to fight him. And I said I'll fight him. I'm just not going to get in my car and drive to Tampa to do it. I'm so, you know, it's like, I said if he wants to whip my that's ass, a long drive. Yeah, if that's he wants to whip my ass, he can come here. And do it every <laughs> single day if he wants. You know? Who was that that was parked across the... That was, the... That was Spice Boy. And, okay. And Thomas went across... Thomas and I went across the street, and the guy wouldn't get out of the car. <laughs> Thomas is kind of scary, Yeah, though. and Tom... He makes me well, uneasy. Tom, Thomas is blue velvet scary. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I've yeah. seen those eyes yeah. at different times. Yeah, yeah Thomas has... The, Thomas has those, uh, you know, the, well, we called him Blade Runner, so he did look like yes. Wrecker Hauer. He had that, like, crazy, like, medieval yes. kind, kind of Viking look, you know? Very uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. White blonde hair. Yeah. That's, like, not, I mean, that was real, you know, and it was just, like, but he wasn't, like, pale, pasty. And, it was just, and oh, very, I don't know. And very soft-spoken, you know, you know, he's, like... He's like, yeah, you're gonna have to get out of the car, and we're gonna have to handle this, you know, type of thing. I'm like, I'm like, God, that sounds so badass. And we're, you know, he's like, you know, Morgan, like, I'm gonna beat the fucking shit out of you. you know, uh, you're gonna have to get out of the car so we can take care of this and have a resolution. I'm like, as he's I'm like, breathing in the gas. I'm like, I'm like, I like your branding here of your badassiness. This is pretty, you know, it's very businesslike. He goes, he goes. Well, at the end of the day, it is business. You know, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, Make note me. to self: don't fuck with Thomas. Do you still talk to him? I just talked to him the other day. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, he's okay. uh, he's doing great. He lives in Myrtle Beach. He's selling real estate, playing golf. 
No. Did he ever get married? Uh, yeah. Oh? To the same girl he's with all that time, and I, I don't, he and Rusty, I don't know if they're all together with their chicks or not. Every time I hear it, it's, yeah, I'm fucking done with that dude, you know. (laughs) You remember Rusty? No. That was before me, I think. It was before, yeah. He's like, Jay, dude, you know, uh, I, uh, I don't need that bitch anymore. You know, I just... Yeah, and Rusty was this guy we sent out to do like crazy shit for us and everything. And uh, he was an early taint. And, well, we're on the twelfth floor. To compare Rusty and Taint is apples and oranges. Because Taint, well, so people had an idea. Taint sent Taint out. Yeah, Taint's comedic. Taint's funny. Taint has some timing. You know, Rusty just was a stunt dude. You know, it's like you ask him to do <laughs> no shame. But, but Rusty did things when you didn't ask him to do them. Oh, you know, like uh, one day, um, you, you know how they have window cleaning shit on buildings and everything. Yeah. Well, Rusty had his uh, dick up against the window, hanging from a <laughs> rope at the top floor of the building with no safety harness or anything. <laughs> and he and we're on the air, and he comes on, he puts his dick against the window, and he's like, and he's like laughing, and then I see him just climb back up top. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, you? Now that smudge is going to be there until they clean the fucking windows. I said, Rusty, that's so fucking dangerous, dude. <laughs> he, he, he's like, yeah, I was having a tough time crawling up there, man. It's a good thing I uh, took Thomas up with me. <laughs> you know, I, I said, you actually would have considered doing that by yourself? He goes, yeah, I've done it a couple times, actually. I fucked with Buddy one night about two in the morning. He goes, I was drunk as shit. And I was like, oh, my God. And that, folks, is how rednecks die. He's not a redneck, though. He, he's like a, he's like an extremely. That's still how rednecks you, die. You know, yeah. But but he, he's just an adrenaline junkie type guy. You know, he's just. But but, do you remember the bit we did called cat calls? Um, where we send we'd send four. It may have been after you we came up with it, but we send Rusty Thomas D and Taint down to downtown dallas and they would like hit on dudes crossing the street you know like <laughs> like construction workers you know and they'd be like Ooh, look at that ass and them work boots type of thing and all this and these guys would be like what the? you know and it's like all these guys look intimidating you know except for Good. taint you know and yeah <laughs> you know, but Rusty, Rusty goes, you know, I had no concept of radio or FCC or everything. And it's like, okay, Rusty, you know, you got to like word this so it can be on the radio, you know. And he walks up to the first guy and he goes, he goes, he goes, hey, I got to say, hey, I got a couple of things I want to talk to you about. My dick, your ass. like, <laughs> 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 We're like, get that. Scott. And and Scott just kind of like raises his eyebrow and tilts his head like, okay, this is maybe a bad idea. I'll keep my finger right here. But that, but that's Rusty, you know. That's that was his that was whole, his whole shtick and everything. So every time I run into Rusty, and I do once a year at uh, Oliver Peck's uh, from Ink Master, he does uh, the on Friday the thirteenth every year. He tattoos a thirteen on people, and it's every year it's turned into more bands and more big tattoo artists coming in and stuff like that. And Rusty's cool. Rusty's always down there for that, and. He, and every time I run into him, he and his chick are splitting up. You know, it's going on uh. like twelve years now. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Yeah, I'm fucking done with it, man. I'm gonna go fuck some bitches." You know, and and then <laughs> and then like you run into him a month later and say, "Yeah, we got past all that, man. It's all good now." And so, she's a good chick. I don't want to like go step out on her. And, and, you know, complete one eighty. <laughs> Right. You know, c- c- caused completely by, you know, having a nightlife job and drinking and, you know, she has a daytime job. You know, it's like a real bad combination. 
They like never right. see each other. So basically, it's like she's fucking somebody during the daytime and he's fucking somebody during the night. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So it's like the impression you get. You know, it's just the blame game. You know, so it's and, actually and a they, perfect relationship. And then they make up and have like crazy, you know, pissed off sex. Angry sex, yes. You know, you know both of them knowing that they're not going to get that great of a piece of ass anywhere else. You know, just <laughs> just based off of the emotion. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I fucking hate you. Rah, rah, rah. you know. <laughs> have you, you ever actually specifically made that sound while fucking? No. Because I think you should. Just once. And you then you have to text me immediately after you're done having sex to tell me that you just did it. Please. But, uh, but were you with us when we had the guy that did make the monster sound to his chick and she got off on it? I don't remember that. Yeah, he, he would... Um he talked to her like the devil one night and it turned her on. So she was like making him do it all the time. And the, and he calls up and he goes, yeah, yeah, guys, I got a problem. It's like my chick, uh, we were having a lot of fun one night and had some drinks and I like talked to her like Satan, you know, like, rah, rah. and, uh, and he is, he goes, and now it's like, she makes me do it all the time. You know, you know, stuff. So we're like, Okay, well, what's it sound like? He goes, he goes, that's just like, yeah, I'm going to bend you over. <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, but, but he didn't, he didn't sound near as menacing, you know, it was right. like, it wasn't even, and, uh, and, and it's like, she was making him do this. So we got, we got her on the air and it, it was, it was me. We had somebody else. It was like, me and D and somebody else, and we were all like talking to her like the devil, and she was like getting excited. That's so weird. And it's like, but good for her. It's like, why are you gonna Seriously. get excited when I'm gonna cut your fucking head off and we're done? Huh? You know, you live in hell to the end of time and do it the same. While we're swimming in giant pools of cum, devil cum. She's like, oh my, she's like, oh my God, I'm so turned on. I'm, I'm going into the ladies' room at work. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there'll be somebody in there, bitch. You know. <laughs> she's like, which devil is this? He said, shut up. <laughs> it was fun. You know, the guy's like. Yeah. I remember the guy who came in who had um, he he could do things with his balls. Remember that guy who was very stretchy. Hmm. He could do stupid people tricks with his balls. Oh, yeah. Like he could pick shit up like bowling balls and shit. I don't remember that. I just they're more like 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 little impersonations. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was that. I remember that guy. But we had we had the other guy that tied with fishing line. Uh, oh, done, and, I don't and, have balls and that and, hurts. And picked up a bowling ball with, with fishing uh, line around his balls. Uh, did you guys hurt? And I, oh God! I was, like, <laughs> I was like, Lex had to leave the room. Of course, you know my setting. Of course, my questions. It's like, you know what the amazing part is? I've never seen anybody perfectly tie fishing line around a bowling ball before, where it didn't fall out one side or the other. Of course, that's what you found fascinating. Yeah, I was. I was like, I was like, I guess my question would be: Is at what point in his life did he look at fishing line? look at his balls and then gaze across the room at the bowling ball and go oh yeah i'm gonna try this i don't know there's all that piercing shit and everything you know it's, it's like when all that was starting to get underway so i think everybody was trying to up the game with their yeah. balls did you see did you see uh have you seen the ink master uh finale I have never seen an Ink Master ever. But it happened two nights ago, and it start Dave Navarro from Jane's Addictions, the host. Mm-hmm. Uh, it the night started with him having two piercings in the skin on his back, and the like where they pinched it together, stuck something and through stuck it, and stuck something let go. through it, stuck something through it, and then he was picked up by that. <laughs> 
I've seen those where they do it like in their chest and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he was picked up. He was like 20 feet off the ground only by his back skin. Uh, of course, he only weighs like 130 pounds. You know, but, but still, that's your skin. Yeah. And it pulls and you can see it when you're hanging there. It's all long and ouchy. Yeah, and he's like 47, 48 years old. It's like, come on, dude. Is he you, still nailing you, Carmel you, and Electra? It's like, you no, know, they're way gone. Okay. Yeah. But he he hits so much pussy. That guy, you know, he looks well, amazing. Yeah. He looks amazing for his age. He really and does. His eyeliner. I know. You know, Anthony mm. Kiedis not so much, and that makes me sad. But yeah. you know who else has has actually aged really well? Sebastian Bach. No, really? Because he because he looked a little puffy to me last time I saw him. He is, which on... was like fifteen years. <laughs> Well, um, he was on the Gilmore Girls, which, go ahead and judge, um, but they just, the new Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, is on Netflix right now, and um, they brought back everyone who was basically ever on the show, and he's on there, and was kind of looking all Sebastian Bucky, and it was like, oh, hey there, sailor. Oh, the girls loved him, man. Oh, my God, I loved him so much. I actually know someone who slept with him. Because she was beautiful. I had dinner and with him. He was very nice. Did you fuck him? I would have fucked him. Why didn't I you just, fuck him? I just had sushi with him because I'm a guy. <laughs> but but I can see where somebody would want to fuck him. Oh, God, yes. You know, oh, yes. If, oh, if I had yes. a vagina and tits and was a girl and had uh, lots of estrogen. <laughs> As opposed to the vagina yeah, and tits and not I, a girl. I probably, I probably would have fucked him, yes. I don't. Blame you. You yeah. still should have tried. Because if you have a vagina and tits and you look good, that's what you're supposed to do. Is fuck Sebastian Bach. Yeah. His long, beautiful, straight, flowy hair. Oh, man. So there you go. Um, so I'm going to have to go watch 18 in Life now. Our uh, our timer has uh, run out, so we, uh, we will call it. A long time ago. Yeah, we, that's okay. Uh, we'll call it uh, Lex, and, Lex and Stacey's threesome podcast overtime. Yeah, to make up for the 24-minute one last time. Yeah. It all evens out. We do the same thing with sudden death. It's okay. So uh, we will see you next time on number 116. Uh, You guys go ahead and have yourselves a great couple of days. We'll have another one ready for you to download here pretty soon. And we love you. We love you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.